0: Doom Patrol. Negative Man. Elastigirl. Robot Man. Someone wants the Doom Patrol reunited. Your every word and action is being broadcast across the planet. Now, Monsieur Mala!
1: Well done, my Doom Patrol. Well done. It is too late for you, Calder. Your beloved patrol
0: is doomed. Hello and welcome to Waiting for Doom, the Doom Patrol podcast that we've been doing for 10 years. And it's now 2024, the start of another year of us doing more podcasts for you, for us, for our sanity, to challenge your sanity.
1: And your listening pleasure. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Hello, I'm Mike. You can find me uh, somewhere online, usually under the handle of... uh, Avant-Gave. You can also find our website, uh, WaitingForDoom.com. You can email us at WaitingForDoom at gmail.com. You can find our WaitingForDoom Facebook page and our Instagram page if you want to just look at pretty pictures. And all our episodes are available on iTunes at Bodby.com. Possibly Stitcher. I still haven't looked up if that still I think. <laughs> you can also support us if you would like to do so at Buy Me a Coffee, just by searching for Waiting for Doom on there. Thank you everyone who does that. And
0: uh, yeah, thank you, Mike. Uh, I'm Paul. You can find me on uh, Checking Blue Sky <laughs> as Hicks H-I-X. Um, and we also have a Sandiem Show Twitter account, which is Wilfred at WFD Pod on the platform formerly known as uh, Twitter. Yes. Now known as a stinking sheet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's he's moving soon. I know that. Hey, he's, he's he'll be moving in the very near future. But yes, welcome, Paul. Welcome, Wilfred. Welcome everyone to 2024. Yeah, another year of of Doom Patrol goodness. Hopefully.
0: Yeah. So yeah, 2023 was quite a year. I don't think it sucked as hard as some of the previous years for me, but uh yeah. Well, what, what were your impressions of 23?
1: uh a bit of, a bit of a roller coaster. A bit up and down. Um, I'm still longing for the precedented times. Uh, (laughs) You know, it'll be good to just get back to some sort of quote-unquote norm. But, yeah, it it is what it is. We survived. We're still here. Let's hope that, yeah, 2024 just chills out a bit.
0: Yeah. Or perhaps we even thrive. That'd be nice. It would be nice, yeah. 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 Anyway, so today on the show... Uh, I don't have a script, so I'm thinking this is the sort of thing I say. We're going to be looking at a Doom Patrol story that appeared in the one-shot Ghouls Just Wanna Have Fun. Wanna have fun. Wha- want.
1: They just wanna. They just, just wanna, Paul.
0: Yeah. Uh, which is uh, came out around uh, Halloween Ooh. last year. And uh, lots of our people messaged us and said, Hey, have you seen this story? And we are like, Oh.
1: And then we read it. <laughs> And and yeah, then we were like, oh, yeah.
0: Anyway, we're going to talk about in the main bit. Uh, but now I think we're going to have some news.
1: Yay!
0: Yay! One thing we neglected to really cover, and I think it's... We released an episode back in October, and the very next day, Keith Giffen passed away. Mm. Um, And then I went away for five weeks, and uh, I think about seven weeks after that, we recorded an ep, and we forgot to mention Keith Giffen's passing. Uh, But I think I was kind of bummed out and didn't really want to talk about it, because it was really sad, so... Yeah, Uh, but yeah, Keith passed away at the age of 70. Um, If you don't know who he is, his contribution to comics is uh, very hard to measure. And I think the shape of DC Comics today is very much to do with his creativity and his uh, irreverence and his sense of humor and his uh, raw talent. Like, uh, he's a man who didn't take himself seriously, but he took his art seriously. And uh, he created some of the... The most enduring things in comics, like uh, Lobo and ambush bug and uh, Blue Beetle, Jaime Reyes—he co-created that. Um, he did work over at Marvel. He was one of the co-creators of uh, Rocket Raccoon, and yeah, heaps of things, and did some amazing work on the Legion—not just once, but twice at least. And then, and, and we, of course, um, are especially fond of his run on Doom Patrol, which yes. was. Uh, yeah, uh, very um, quirky and fun, and you know, uh, not he was not a man who was beholden to uh, reverence for everything. So, no. yeah, uh, I was lucky enough to meet him once at a con overseas, and he was exactly as I expected. He was um, he he did not take himself seriously. <laughs> um, it, he sounded like a guy who it was a job for, but the measure of uh, craft that he put into everything was not didn't speak that it was just a job Lena. he clearly loved making comics and made a hell of a lot of great ones uh in a very long time and things like uh the dc event 52 would not be what it was without his guiding hand and the fact that he did all the thumbnails for the you know the pages for that and you know kept the art on track and kept a weekly comic over 52 weeks on track which Mm -hmm. is you know, and the fact that that happened, and it wasn't just something that happened, but was actually really great, has a lot to do with him.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
0: cheers to Keith Giffen. Anything you'd like to add, Mike? Oh,
1: uh, just that so, you know, I I don't I think without Keith's run on Doom Patrol, that being Volume Five, I probably don't think I would be as big a Doom Patrol fan without his run on it, because it was Volume Five that opened the floodgates for me rediscovering the Doom Patrol once I. Uh, picked up the start of volume five, so I forever will be indebted to to Keith for that because that was such a great volume and yeah, from there it was like, hang on, I remember these guys from Vertigo. But they're completely (laughs) different and kinda funny here. (laughs) (laughs) They're a little bit glum but still funny about it. Yeah, so without without volume five, there probably would not be my love of the team and my collection and this podcast, dare I say. But anyway, yeah, another loss to the the Demetrol family this past year uh, because we we lost Rachel Pollack uh, back in April as well of of 23 and then to lose uh, Keith as well. A bit of a sad year for the Demetrol family, but um, the the work lives on. So we are quite fortunate to have that to revisit.
0: Yeah, and there are a lot of uh, podcasts that did uh, much more uh, in-depth tributes to Keith shag had uh joe casey on to talk about him on the jli okay. podcast uh, the buhahaha podcast which i recommend uh is worth a listen but yeah you, you can't talk about keith's life without it being a celebration of what he did and you mm. know the fun that he brought to comics and the way he uh you know he changed so many things. He, you know, changed the face of the Justice League, like Booster Gold, Blue Beetle, things like that. Lobo, uh, the Legion, all that is not the same because of him. And mm. yeah, and he did so many different types of things. It wasn't just he wasn't a one-trick pony. He was full of tricks. So
1: yeah, yeah. Of course, we wouldn't get round to honouring him until. January. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> we do things a little bit differently differently here on Waiting for Doom. I mean, you know, the Doom Patrol do things differently. So do we. Yeah. yeah. Plus, someone went overseas for five weeks. So, you know. What a
0: bastard.
1: <sighs> a bastard. But you're right. We were both a bit too bummed out to talk about it at the time. Yeah. I so, yeah.
0: I really didn't post anything about it on social media. I was just like, well, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah so anyway uh what's that ticking sound like
1: it's your favorite thing it's the doom clock (gasps) okay so yes first time for 2024 we're gonna have a look at the face of the doom clock and it's telling us it's been just over nine weeks since we had a new Doom Patrol book on the shelves, that being issue seven of Unstoppable Doom Patrol, which came out on October 24th of 2023, and we discussed that in our previous episode, episode 190. Um, so fingers crossed, we will get some news in the nearish future of uh, a return of the Unstoppable Doom Patrol, another miniseries, or maybe even an ongoing, a maxi series. Maxi-series, yeah, Yeah. that crosses over into every other DC book. (laughs) The the Doom Patrol event, that'd be great, yeah, that'd
0: be awesome. A series of weekly one-shots that go for a year.
1: And each one has different covers. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Yeah, but now, for the very first time in 2024, we're going to play the This Week in Doom Patrol History guessing game. And I'm not even going to bother mentioning old style. I'm just going straight into new style. For those of us, for those of you, those of us, those of you, sorry, uh, who are joining us for the first time, I'm going to be reading a line of dialogue from one per page uh, of the issue that came out at some point in the Dream Patrol's history. Uh, and Paul has until the final page to make his call as to what that issue is. I do. And then I have to confirm whether he's correctly called the issue that came out this week in Doom Patrol history. Uh, so yes, I have to read one line of dialogue. If there is a location named on the page, you I have to mention to, it. I have to mention it. Yes. Because you know, helpful. Anyway, are you good to go, Paul?
0: I am. Yeah, Raring. Hold me back, man. You,
1: you, this is like a delayed Christmas present for you, isn't it? Yeah,
0: I'm like one of those zombies in uh, one of those movies that can't wait to eat you. But <laughs> when I say you, I'm talking about doing the Guessing game.
1: Let's not make it weird. Too late. (laughs) Uh, Okay, first page. I saved the beautiful bit.
0: Oh. Oh, I saved the... Oh, okay. Oh. Oh. Right, this is steeped in tragedy, I believe. It's uh, it's to do with one of the Doom Patrol members and the (laughs) horror that befell them in an earlier uh, part Mm -hmm. of their life before they joined the Doom Patrol, if I'm Mm. remembering correctly. All right, hit me with the second one.
1: Second page. All right. Uh, the only line of dialogue on this page. Ah! Uh, would it be uh,
0: surprising if I asked for a third
1: page? At this point? Third page. <laughs> okay, the third page. Here we go. You've got a real bad attitude problem, mister. I'll tell you that for nothing. Uh, okay.
0: I saved the beautiful bit. Okay. Ah! And you've got a really bad attitude problem. I'll tell you that for nothing. So... I wonder if this person has previously charged for that sort of stuff. Anyway.
1: Uh, next page? Yes, please. All right, there is a location. It's not in a little call box, but it is on the sign of the location. There's a sign of the location, so I'll read that out anyway. Yep. So the location is Alamance Memorial Hospital. Okay, and the dialogue is... Oh, I have to find one that won't give it away so quickly. Is
0: it Doom Patrol number 19?
1: It is! It is! <laughs> 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 well done, you uh, the
0: <laughs> It's the first Grant Morrison issue.
1: It is indeed, yes, it was, and with the classic second page of Cliff sitting up in bed and screaming going, "Ah!" with two A's and like 100 U's. Uh, So yes, going on sale for $1.50 on January 3rd of 1989 with the cover date of February 1989 was Doom Patrol Volume 2, Issue 19. This issue was titled Crawling from the Wreckage and was brought to us by Grant Morrison, Richard Case, Carlos Garzon, John Workman, Michelle Wolfman and Robert Greenberger. And the team, or what's left of it, was in disarray in dealing with the damage done in the invasion event event storyline, when more weirdness occurs, including the birth, quote-unquote birth, of Rebus, and Cliff, stay, Cliff was staying in a mental institution, which led him to meet a young woman named Kay Chalice, otherwise known as Crazy Jane. Uh, we discussed this issue and the rest of the Crawling from the Wreckage story arc way, way back in Episode 6 from February of 2015, which you can find over on AwaitingForDoom.com in the Doom dossier for Volume 2, Part 2. And that's it for the Doom clock this week. Wow. Well done, you. Four pages. That's, Pretty good. that's a cracking start to the year.
0: Yeah. Uh, I like the new flavor. It's here to stay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. We, I'm going to make a note, as a, as a good starting point to the year ahead, that your record so far for 2024 is four pages. So that way there's no confusion. And I'm <laughs> putting it on my phone right now. Sweet. All right, let's move on. Okay.
0: Oh, hi, Dr. Uh,
1: ah, hello, Paul. How are you doing these days? Uh, yeah, I'm good, I'm good.
0: Since you um, you know cured me of my DC OCD, I've got so much more time on my hands. I'm, oh. you know, it's been for the best.
1: Well, personally and professionally, I'm quite proud of what we have achieved, but I have some bad news for you, Paul. Huh? what? Um, there's something missing without your DC OCD there. Oh. I've even heard friends of yours been saying, you're yeah, basic. A little boring. There's no there, there.
0: Oh. Oh, well, what should we do about it?
1: My God, I hate to have to say this, but we have to go bring it back somehow.
0: Well, shall we do some more sessions, and I can use them to talk about DC events that we haven't covered, like uh, Dark Crisis and the uh, Fear State, those sorts of things.
1: I think that might be for the best, boy. Let's reconvene in 2024 for more sessions of DC OCD.
0: And that'll make me uh, interesting. Uh,
1: we will see, Paul. We, we will see.
0: And now it's part of the show where we talk about Doom Patrol things. And one of the things that we have not talked about at this stage yet, uh, until you listen to this, and then we have, uh, is the short story that appeared in the special DC's Ghouls Just Want to Have Fun number one, which came out.
1: I'm guessing October of 2023. Yeah, there's
0: no metadata on the uh, DCU app, so I can't. Anyway, it's an 85 page special. It's got a bunch of stories. And the story that we're looking at today is by Alex Gaylor um, and with art by Fabio Veras. And it's called Not Fade Away. And it has colours by Jean Rush, And it's lettered by Ferran Delgado and edited by Katie Qbert. And what's this one about, Mike?
1: <sighs> This one is all about Robot Man, and I'm just going to preface it by saying there is so much history in this 10-page story. So much <laughs> all history, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, I now get why we were getting so many messages about it um, before we finally got to it. But anyway, kicking off, Cliff Steele, Robot Man, is not in the mood to celebrate Four Heroes Day. After an encouraging phone conversation with Dr. Will Magnus, creator of the Metal Men, Cliff's finally strides into a bar and yells, Happy expletive death of the Doom Patrol day to the patrons, who are either in Doom Patrol cosplay or wearing shirts celebrating the team. Waiting for Cliff at the bar are Gar Logan, Beast Boy, and Gar's adoptive dad, Steve Dayton, aka Mento. As Cliff gets his friends up to speed on recent events in his life, he was a baby but he grew back up, Cliff notices the gathered throng of fans and the newspaper clippings on the walls reminding him of the Codsville incident and asks, Is it weird we keep coming back to this? After a selfie with a Rita cosplayer, Gar shoots back with, Are you serious? Does today mean anything? I'll show you. He then stands on the bar and yells to the crowd, Cheers to the four that saved this beautiful town of Codsville, who chose death so that 14 fishermen could live. Cheers to the real heroes, to the Doom Patrol. The crowd roars back, To the four heroes. As Steve and Cliff reluctantly discuss the past and events of that day, time moves on and eventually the bar closes, with all the patrons heading out. Cliff heads home and is greeted in the dark by ghosts. First Kate Godwin, a.k.a. Coagula, then Dorothy Spinner. As Dorothy cries, blaming herself for their deaths, another ghost appears, this time Joshua Clay, a.k.a. Tempest, who asks Cliff if maybe it's time to let go of the past. As Cliff tries to evade them, more ghosts appear. Scott Fisher, a.k.a. Blaze, apparently he was called Blaze. I don't ever remember that because we called him Hot Hands, but whatever. Yeah, that's,
0: uh, that's in the role-playing supplement, I believe.
1: Oh, it doesn't count. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Me Sun Quan, a.k.a. Nudge, Cliff races upstairs, simultaneously arguing with these ghosts whilst trying to avoid them, but more appear. Charlene Lau, a.k.a. Fever, Wayne Hawkins, a.k.a. Karma, even Ted Bruder, a.k.a. Fast Forward or also the negative man of his version of the team. And finally, Cliff is faced with a ghost of himself. Cliff falls to the floor, finally giving up, and asks the tormenting ghosts what they want from him. And with no real answer from them, other than them reaching out for him and continuing to follow him around the house, Cliff starts making calls to old friends for some sort of assistance. He calls up George and Marion, the bandage people, Elihu Washburn, the Confederate soldier ghost, Arani Desai, wait, yeah, Arani Desai, uh, what? Um, And Valentina Vostok. But none of them have any clues nor connections as to why Cliff is currently being haunted. Cliff finally calls Gar and Steve, and it turns out that they do know a guy. And shortly, John Constantine is at his front door. Cliff begs for help in getting rid of the ghosts. They won't go away, and they keep following him. Constantine shoots him, look, go away, mate, they ain't ever going away. And we see John himself is also being followed by ghosts from his own past. The two men sit on Cliff's front steps, watching the revelers of Four Heroes Day finally heading home as the sun rises. John puts his hand on Cliff's shoulder and tells him, "Some things you just got to learn to live with. It ain't easy, but it does get better. I swear it." Paul, what did you think of this story?
0: This uh, story is astounding. Like it, there is so much Doom Patrol history in it that it was almost too much to take in the first time I read it. Uh, yeah. Like, it pretty much goes deeper than any other story I've ever seen to do with the Doom Patrol. It clearly says every single death that happened with the Doom Patrol has happened, and all uh-huh. the continuity of all the Doom Patrol stories have happened, which is yes. why, um, like for instance, Arani uh, uh, Celsius is back, because she appeared back in the Teen Titans run by Jeff Johns. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, but also she's in some, or she was in the Doomsday Clock. In some team called the Doomed.
0: Yeah, I think Doomsday Clock is probably out of continuity uh, for this because I mean it contradicts so much that is established elsewhere, and it's an alternate reality where, uh, you know, uh, let's not let's not get back it still down. Had,
1: it had my interest. There, I was like, what the hell, and then I did some research. I was like, oh, okay, of course I don't know that because I haven't read it. But anyway, yeah. yes,
0: yeah. So, but all the Doom Patrol stories they're accounted for in this, and. Let's talk about the art from here. It reminds me of uh, Chris Sumney or Doc Shainer. It, it's kind of got this this open pencil style to it that's yep. really beautiful. And the colours just set it off fantastically. Um, but it's an incredibly well-researched piece because whoever wrote this, and we, this is a man called Alex Gaylor, who is, I believe, a collections editor at DC. Mm-hmm. He wrote this and he either researched every single thing to do with the Doom Patrol or... <laughs> And I think this is probably the more likely one, knows and loves everything about the Doom Patrol. Um, yeah. Yeah. We, uh, around the time this came out, he put up a uh, post on LinkedIn, uh, which showed him holding up this cover and doing a, a what could only be described as a jump for joy. <laughs> <laughs> with the uh, the cover of this comic in front of his face so you can't see his face but uh he has laid out on his bookshelves behind him all these doom patrol covers and it's not just you know doom patrol issue blah blah it's things like uh doom patrol stories from different things like uh there was uh, the doom force comic there was the amalgam um -hmm. uh x patrol things like that there's uh secret Origins special with the doom patrol there's the he's got the,
1: flex mentello there I, I think he's even he's got the challenge of the challenges of the unknown crossover issues yeah um he's got the silver age thing he's got <laughs> he's got the scooby-doo yeah <laughs> and, just,
0: and the yeah. um heroes role play supplement for doom patrol yes. is sitting there uh and vertigo jam i can see that down the bottom uh yeah and daring new adventures of supergirl did you mention that no i did not No, yeah so that's there so all this doom patrol stuff and there's two boxes on top of the shelves that say doom patrol one and doom patrol two yeah amazing amazing and uh clearly a man who uh knows and loves the doom patrol and this story was astounding an absolute feat and i mean this came out before we got the finale of uh, uh, Unstoppable Doom Patrol, but it mm-hmm. really has that same attitude of everything that's happened to the team has happened, and it all counts. Yes. So the deaths are in canon. Um, the resurrections are in canon. You know, and Cliff is sort of embarrassed by the Codsville thing because half the team, well, more than half the team, have come back since Codsville. Yeah. Like R- Rita's back, the Chief's back, Larry's back, and he's back. So, you know, everyone basically survived, but Codsville still carry on this, this celebration, and this celebration is basically about that issue that came at the end of the Doom Patrol's first run where the team sacrificed themselves and they went into limbo until the 70s so yeah. you know that he's already picking some interesting threads of continuity and then he's overlaying that with all these dead characters you know some of whom honestly died in comics which should be best forgotten uh, like terror Titans you know for Shailene I think I labeled them the bullshit deaths of the Doom Patrol <laughs> yeah but anyway i mean it happened and so yeah and fast forward never recovering from his coma that's you know something we didn't know uh coagula being killed by dorothy's you know um, mental blast yeah so and to me the way this makes me feel is i don't want these people to be dead but it also it reinforces these stories happen it's not sort of we're going to write off this story because we don't like it or yeah. Things like that, and it, it feels kind of true to life that you know people I know have passed away. I don't want them to have passed away, but they have. And in some ways, if you're not going to ignore it or you know retcon it, this story is honouring them, which is something yeah. I never expected in this day
1: and age. So yeah, what about you? No, I I loved it. Absolutely loved it. As you said, there's so much history in in this. In ten pages, it's amazing how much he crammed in there. And yeah, the art, yeah, the art is reminds me of Sammy's stuff. I especially love. Uh, the, the scene where Cliff is calling up his friends like George and Marion and, you know, Valentina Vostok I never expect to see her again. And there's kind of like this 3d cutout in the center of the page of his, where he lives. You now, and it shows him moving around the house, making these phone calls and the ghosts are all following him around. And that's such a cool page. Yeah. There's so much packed into it. And yeah, it's just, this is just for a Doom Patrol enthusiast and, and long time follower. There's so much in 10 pages. You know, I'd completely forgotten about Nudge until uh, I got to the page where it's got all the editor's notes saying where they passed away. Yeah. And it says, you know, miss Kwon, okay, Nudge killed in Doom Patrol Volume 5, Issue 1. I was like, oh, God, that's right. Their very first mission. And she got shot down. And, and then Grunt basically picked her up and ran off into the jungle with her. <laughs> Yeah. We never saw either of them ever again. I was like, "Oh, geez." Yeah, yeah, it was. It's it's a very cool story, and I'm amazed at the historical references and the fact that it really delves into Cliff being ha- literally haunted by all these deaths of of people that have been in t- in his life, and yeah, as you say, feeling guilty that he and the OG team members have come back, but not everyone has. And I think, uh, I completely agree with you, you know, it would be great if some of these characters could come back, but I think it's more meaningful to remember that they did exist in, at some point in the community and that they're, you know, they're no longer with quote unquote us. Yeah. It's just that it, I, for 10, 10, pages, just sort of knocked me to the ground. <laughs> just let me it And then when, when Constantine shows up at the end and says, mate, they ain't ever going away. And he's haunted himself. And I was just like, oh, shit. And he just says, you got to learn to live with it. It ain't easy, but it does get better. And I was like, oh,
0: man. And I've read a bit of Hellblazer, so I can name most of the ghosts in um, mm. Haunting John Constantine. Uh, yeah, and I love that there's the point of saying Constantine instead of teen. Teen, yep. <laughs> yeah, as Alan Moore wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the... The page where you get the nine panel grid of all the people and saying all the editors notes of how they died and where, and then the next page where they all reach out for Cliff and all the editors notes attack him. (laughs) It's like, it's such a great way of saying he's feeling so much responsibility for their deaths. Like all their deaths are on him. Literally, you know, the words of their deaths are coming at him. And I love seeing his phone where you can see all the people he could call So you got Lucius Reynolds from the Gerard Way run. You got Ambush Bug. You got Willoughby Kipling. Ava, who's Ava? Uh...
1: She was from the Bruno's Nightclub era. That she had the weird demon shadow creatures coming out of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was she was freak in in Fair Joss Doom Patrol. Yeah.
0: Rex Mason, Doc Magnus, and he's rung him. He's got a hundred missed calls from Ambush Bug. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, and then you, and then you look up the full number is hidden by the the word balloon, but it's like seven hundred and something
0: calls. <laughs> <molecules. laughs> yeah, there's Larry, there's Karen Beecher Duncan, which is um Bumblebee. Bumblebee. There's, yep. Yeah, there's Mal Duncan, um, Harold or whatever you want to call him from Teen Titans days. Yep. Uh, Lotion the cat, Rita Farr, Kara is Power Girl, mm. who um, crossed over with him in the. Uh, Kupperberg run. Yep. Valentina, Vostok with a do not call. Yeah, <laughs> it's fantastic, and you know it's full of little details like that. But the art is, uh, you know, the other thing it reminds me of. It reminds me of Sean Phillips' art as well.
1: Okay, yeah,
0: yep, yeah, that shadow detail and everything. Mm. Mm. And and then Constantine mentions that they met at a New Year's Eve party, <laughs> yeah. which is that story we covered the last White year. UK. Which we thought was a nothing story. <laughs> and here it gets referenced. That's the only time it's ever been referenced anywhere by anyone. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Alex, you're a madman and we really appreciate it. But uh, yes. Constantine's there with all his ghosts behind him. Cliff has all his ghosts. And the end of it is you've got to learn to live with it all. Yeah. But it does get better. And so i i don't know who fabio veras is but his art is amazing and yeah. it, this is a beautiful story and honestly it's one of my stories of the year um you know out of this it's not comic of the year because the whole comic isn't as great as this story but i also think it's it's one for you and me particularly because i wouldn't give this to lots of people unless they knew and loved the doom patrol because yeah. you know it is so like at the start of it, i was going well this is overwhelming to me i don't know who all these people are and i'm an expert on the doom patrol <laughs> and then you get all the editor's notes, and you go, Oh, okay, yep, yep, all right. Oh, that's who that is. And like Nudge was the one I didn't uh, recognize straight away. Yep. But even with all that, this is for Doom Patrol fans. This is for yeah. people who love the history of the team and have followed them through thick and thin and waited for them. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, so quite an amazing story. And yeah, uh, I was super surprised it came through. And I also love that these specials—they come out of nowhere. You never really know what to expect. And if you have the app, they are they're free on the app usually. They mm-hmm. come up the week they come in. Like if it's a seasonal issue, it's usually there on the the app the same day yeah. as it hits the shops. So you know, everyone was saying, "Have you read this?" and then it was on the app, and I could read it straight away because it's a bit hard for me to get to a comic shop all the time. So
1: yeah, look, I I was reading it on the app as well, and I like to do it with the panel by panel setting, whatever yeah. whatever that's called. And mouth literally fell open where. You know, I'm on the panel where Cliff gets home and he's about to hang up his coat in the dark and someone asks him, why so glum, big guy? And I swiped and the next panel is Kate Godwin's ghost standing there. And my ma- I literally, <gasps> my jaw dropped and I felt the same because Cliff is yelling on the screen, on the page, you know, Jesus, whoa, Kate! <laughs> I was like, I was the same feeling. I was like, oh my God. And then Dorothy turns up the next panel. I was like, oh my God! Yeah. So yeah, it was... Alex Gaylor bless you bless you and god damn you sir ten pages and you gut punches like that brilliant stuff
0: and according to that post on LinkedIn it's his first published comic work and uh, what a debut
1: yeah
0: and he works in collected editions so you know we've had some great collected editions on the Doom Patrol in the last few years so yeah so we salute you for that too so what a great story fantastic a great one to celebrate as we start this year Mm-hmm. All right, so I consider that doomsplained? Well and truly, yes. All right, let's move on.
1: Siskoid <laughs> watches a lot of movies. Like, a lot. So now he has his own movie podcast. Or several. Siskoid Cinema is your one-stop umbrella for a variety of shows like... Fade In, exploring the first films of famous actors and directors. This isn't Jeff right? On Borrowed Time, discussing all your favorite time travel movies. Whoa, this is heavy. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? And No Escape from Kurt Russell, a dissection of the man, the mystique, and the movies. There goes a perfectly good bumper sticker. And more. Ciscoid Cinema, a proud member of the Fire & Water Podcast Network.
0: And now it's time to look at the mailbag of Doom to see what comments and recommendations and things and criticisms and, you know, general chit-chat have come in for us. Uh, So we did get an email from uh, Buffalo DeLorean, or Buffy D, as I like to say. (laughs) I don't know. Do you know? (laughs) Yeah, well, that's fun. Try it. Yo, Buffy D. (laughs) Yo, Buffy D. anyway and he was talking about our last episode which is episode 190 uh, butcher baker dot 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 and he said i think the eternal flame crossing the doom patrol's very first villain with the one who closed out the morrison run is a really nice example of this sort of all-inclusive continuity this series went for the new ideas the metahuman rescue angle grave minders flex force all did a good job of balancing out the nostalgia but i wanted to see more of the status quo that really fits in a miniseries." Most of the plot threads did get a satisfying conclusion. Niall showed his remorse, Jane and Mento were Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeered, (laughs) and Degenerate got to be selfless, though wouldn't that be a problem for his powers. The only thing really left hanging was Velvet infiltrating the patrol. I hope wherever Peacemaker and the Suicide Squad end up after Beast World doesn't keep that from being followed up on.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: I'm not sure what to think about the Batwoman Who Laughs a Bit. I guess it's not really any different from Burnham's Villains in the Brotherhood, but it seems like an odd way to end the series. I'm definitely looking forward to that promised return, though, and hoping that the gap between series isn't too long. Yeah, uh thanks, Buffy D. Uh you're always <laughs> you're the first person to send us feedback pretty much after every uh issue yes. now. And really appreciate that. Any comments, Mike?
1: I uh, totally agree. I, I want more uh, looking into Velvet and the infiltration. Yeah, I, I need answers. Yeah. I completely agree. I agree with everything that Buffy D has said, but that point in particular, it's sticking in my craw. Mm. I, need, I need closure on that, or I need something to happen, because I was expecting it in the finale, but they just need to bring on Volume 2 of Unstoppable Doom Patrol, I guess. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. And uh, we want to, of course, thank our coffee... Uh, brew crew Uh, we've been doing things behind the scenes to set up the uh, we're going to have zoom chats uh, a few times a year and uh, we've been reaching out to people and asking hey you want to be involved and uh, uh, there are positive uh, responses pretty much but these are the people who are in the brew crew at the moment we have ashford wright aj wright from the wright on network who does straight out of federation straight out of gallifrey cassandra kane the huntress podcast uh, the manhattan projects which is uh, friends and seinfeld uh, so AJ has always been a massive supporter of us and uh, plugs our stuff res- relentlessly, which is really kind. Tim Price, uh, charming but deceitful. Anything you <laughs> <or? laughs> want No,
1: Tim knows what he did.
0: Yeah, he's also on the Ride On Network. He's the Pod Crasher. He pops in on lots of different shows. Um, and he does the outcasters uh on the same network. Abu in Brazil, one of our long-term supporters, very knowledgeable about the history of comics and stuff and has written us many long emails which tell us things we didn't know and are helpful. Uh Kevin, Kevin in uh, Charlotte who is yeah. very kind, very generous, uh, a good friend and someone who I have stayed with and uh hope to catch up with again. At HeroesCon. And Bill from the Bat Pod has uh you know, contributed coffee to us. Very kind. Frack, we've had Frack. Um mm-hmm. yeah, he's a doctor, he's overseas in England, and yes. Uh, yes, we're gonna get to know him better this year. And also uh Daspender or Mark, he's he's been one of our supporters and yeah we we are looking forward to catching up with those gentlemen and keith g baker who i forgot to add last time so sorry keith you you got left out but uh yeah i really enjoy knowing you meeting you at heroes Con last year and uh chatting with you uh on places and discord and all sorts of things like that so keith you're all right i like you Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, I mean, if you want to be part of that, you can uh, buy us a coffee at buy us a coffee and just uh, look up waiting for doom and you'll find us. We've got a link in the show notes, so you can just click,
1: you know, click on that. If you want, mm.
0: don't, don't lick on that. That would be a weird Please thing. Don't. Don't yeah.
1: lick
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, do what you want. to your phone. Anyway,
1: it's 2024. Follow your bliss. Sure. But we don't want to know about it. Yeah. Why do you put that out in the universe? Paul, come on. <laughs> yeah.
0: Follow your bliss. Mm. Maybe in private. Um, <laughs> yes oh
1: yes indeed
0: so what are we going to talk about next time the show's on Mark?
1: I think next episode we, we are finally going to wrap up season 4 of the Doom Patrol TV show
0: But what a time to be alive,
1: Mike. It is. And then uh, after that, who knows?
0: And uh, as you might have heard from the promo, we're going to have more DC OCD coming your way. Uh, We'll be doing the Gary Show. Dial-Efer Flang is still going to be around. So, you know, lots of fun things heading your way Mm -hmm. this year. So, yeah. But I hope you all had a great uh, new year and things start off really well for you.
1: But until then, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at waitingfordoom at gmail.com. You can leave a message on one of our episode posts over at waitingfordoom.com. Um, we also have the Waiting for Doom Facebook page, which apparently still has over a 1,000 followers on it. Wow. You can find us on Buy me a Coffee. look for Waiting for Doom on there. And, yeah, that's us for the start of 2024. So, as always, stay weird, be good to each other, don't be a bum, and we'll catch you next time for more Waiting for Doom.